Welcome to this episode of Ready, Set, Grit, Your Life on Purpose with Ellen Barton, where you'll hear thought-provoking discussion, inspirational stories, and get action tips for creating the life of your dreams. Hello, and welcome to Ready, Set, Grit, Your Life on Purpose, a weekly podcast in which we talk about the secrets behind living the life you've always dreamed of. I'm Ellen Barton, and today my guest is Jana Sawyer. In 2009, Jana started her company, Inspirational Empowerment, and she has worked as a coach and energy healer ever since. Jana, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ellen. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about today, but one of the things that you specialize in is called EFT, or tapping is how many people refer to it. Why don't you start out by telling us what that is? Okay, well, tapping, or known as emotional freedom technique, um, is a technique or a tool that you can use, and everybody can use this tool because it's right at their fingertips. Um, You use your fingertips to tap on specific acupuncture and acupressure points um, that work with what we call meridian lines that are channels of energy through your body. And they connect, and um, while you're voicing some feelings that you're having, and usually in tapping, um, we generally voice the negative or limiting beliefs when we first start out. And that kind of, a lot of people are like, no, why do you do the negative? You know, but it gives voice to the emotion and the feeling that's going on inside of you and kind of brings awareness to the surface so that you can get to the key elements that are underlying and limiting you and then begin to clear these. So there are about 10 tapping points. There generally are some more as well, but usually those are used um, in the most basic of tapping. And um, it really helps work with your nervous system to kind of decrease, if you will, or untrigger you, or um, kind of reset the thought process and the pattern because it works directly with the fight or flight response system, um, works through your neural pathways to your nervous system to kind of even things out and um, help you release some of those blocks that you're feeling on an emotional, mental, and physical level. So it's really interesting how it works through your system with only just a couple rounds of tapping. Yeah, it's so cool. And I know that we talked about having you lead us through a session later on, but for our listeners who aren't familiar with this technique, can you just give us some idea um, of some of the types of conditions that could be treated, for example, with, um, with tapping. And obviously it's, there's no, um, you know, it's perfectly natural. There's, you can do it yourself. As you said, there's no, um, draw, you know, there's nothing you have to ingest or anything like that. It's absolutely natural and really miraculous. But what kinds of conditions can people treat with this? Oh, there's a whole variety of of things ranging from um, anxiety and depression, weight loss and struggles with weight loss. Uh, you can achieve a lot by curbing cravings, getting to the underlying thought of maybe why you have those cravings, etc. Some other things are just stresses in your life, uh, 
uh, that you go through on a daily basis, even going to work. Or um, I'll, I'll give you an example of how I used it with my boyfriend's daughter. We were on a trip on the 16th floor of a hotel. She's terrified of elevators. So, you know, knowing that she's going to want to go up and down to the apartment while we're at the beach, I'm like, no way. I'm not going up every five minutes, you know, just, I said, would you be willing to try tapping? And she said, yes. And she's been afraid of elevators for a really long time. So we went into the other room and I had her explain what she was feeling. So then I took her through the tapping points, voicing exactly what she said to me, asking her where she felt it in her body and we rated it on a scale of one to 10 when she first started. We tapped three rounds, and then I tapped in the fourth round, the positive. Like, it's really safe to be on this elevator. So many people use this elevator. You know, we, we tapped in the positive at the end. And by the, the time we were finished, she was able to go up and down the elevator on her own. And wow. She has been able to take elevators ever since. Wow, that's so, amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, one of the other areas, which is an area um, that I'm certified in, is tapping into wealth. And with our money paradigms and our money situations, um, it comes up very helpful and effective to uncover those um, subconscious patterns that are running in the background um, that are kind of like our programmed beliefs and it runs through your nervous system and it's connected to core emotional traumas and I know trauma sounds like a you know oh my goodness what do you mean trauma but anything that has affected us from say childhood or whenever and it's still stuck or lodged within our energy system is considered a trauma because it's blocking us from moving forward in our life. So we try to uncover and get to the core of that and, and in what areas of money this might be affecting you um, and things like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in this subject too because I have found in my work and my experience that some of these so-called money blocks, you know, they are real. They, mm. There literally can be times when money should be coming to you by all accounts and it just doesn't for whatever reason. And some of it, it sounds kind of strange, you know, maybe if people are not familiar with this, but some of it can actually be your energy blocking the flow. You know, money is just energy. So, you know, your energy can actually block it. And um, I want to just ask you, like, what are some examples of some of those traumas you talk about that people may, um, you know, commonly have had been carrying around for a long time? Well, in, in my own personal life and in working with several of my clients, you know, our value of ourself reflects in the value of what's in our bank account sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I know that's hard for people maybe to, you know, take in a little bit, but, you know, I, I did not finish college. So I had this nemesis on me that I didn't have this degree and that I was of no worth to people because I didn't have my degree. And wasn't valuing myself, getting jobs that were 
less than what I, my experience could, could, you know, support, um, the pay, I wouldn't go for those jobs that were, you know, over $30 an hour, um, because, you know, I wasn't worth it. So a, a lot of it comes down to how we value ourselves. And what I found in doing this work is it's not just about the money. It bleeds into every other area of our life. And when we can uncover and clear that block that's within us, whatever it may be, whether it's not valuing ourselves, whether it's anger or resentment towards other people, whether it's a belief that people with money are selfish, there's a whole gamut of emotion that comes into play with this and and different areas. And it's different for everybody, you know, and, and as you go through um, some of the recognizing what your beliefs are about certain money categories, then you can kind of begin to voice that through tapping, uncover it, and then begin to clear it so that you can move forward. Yeah. And for so many of us, those emotional scars come from childhood when, you know, for many people, they were growing up at a time that perhaps their parents were struggling with money or had these issues going on. And and it becomes ingrained in your psyche almost, doesn't it? You know, absolutely. Absolutely. And there, there are two mentalities around any kind of, um, wealth, whether it be with, with, you know, wealth of relationships with friendship or health or, or money. And there, there is this thought of lack, like there's a limited amount. And if someone else has it, I can't have it, you know, and there's this other thought of abundance where there's plenty. It's, it's, um, it's rejuvenating, you know, there's, there's more than enough. We, we can all benefit, we can all be successful. We can all help each other. Can you talk a little bit about that and how, what are some examples of phrases people may hear themselves thinking or saying when they're in more of a lack mentality? Okay. So, um, when we're in limiting belief as to the abundance that's out there, it's, you know, you stated, I want to go back for just a minute. You stated about our childhood and maybe if our parents were struggling, that's a huge thing that I find in my work with the money paradigm of your family um, and how it relates to you. And like, if say your parents might not have earned as much, but yet you're in a corporate position and you're starting to really blossom and, you know, you're getting raises and you're earning a lot of money and you have um, the free will to go shopping or take vacations. But there's this underlying belief because we're loyal to our families. I can't make more than my mom or dad or this isn't right. So there's things that come up like that that are in our subconscious that we're not even aware of until you start to begin to do this work and uncover it. Um, So you may not want to share with your parents, you know, oh, I just got this great raise and I'm making all this money. So that it doesn't sound like a lack mentality, but in in essence, it really is because you're limiting yourself because of a family paradigm. Um, Some of 
the statements you asked about um, were, you know, it's not enough. It's never enough. I'm not worth it. It's really hard to be grateful when I have to work so hard because, again, in my line of work, finding that gratitude for everything we do have helps propel us to a place of receiving more. And sometimes it's really hard. People will say it's really hard to be grateful for this because, you know, I'm I'm having to work so hard and then they fall into like a little resentment or or what have you. Or, you know, even the the statement that it's hard to make money, you know, that idea that money can't come easily. Money comes easily to a lot of people. Exactly. Yes. That used to be me because I was always told as a kid, if you work hard and you put your mind to it, you can do anything, but you have to be dedicated and you have to put in the hours and you have to work hard. Well, okay, that's great, but that's not always the case, you know? So um, for a long time, I carried that. And even as simple as this sounds, but it was really, for me, it was a limiting thing. My mom always told me money doesn't grow on trees, right? Yeah, and right. So once I broke through this, I kind of was in my little resentful tapping place, voicing the negative. And I'm like, Mom, money is made from trees. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, because that helped me to open up and expand to that abundance that's there for us and waiting if we would just, quote unquote, tap into it. So, yeah. no, absolutely. And there's also something, there's a feeling that I think a lot of people have that that idea, I have to take care of myself first and I can't give anything to anybody else until my needs are met. And I guess part of that on a base level is survivalist, but on another level, I find in my own work with abundance, the more we are able to give, the more we end up receiving. Do you, have you done any work with that idea? I do agree with that. Um, I have, but I also have another aspect to that where there are a lot of people out there, I will say, I was one of them for a very long time, that gave so much of my time to other companies, so much of myself and so much of my money to care for my family and my girls and whatever that I started to not take care of me. Does that make sense? So you have two mm-hmm. types of people that, yes, you you have to take care of yourself. You have to, you know, build your – the thought processes. you have to build your money, your life, your whatever for you. And therefore, you're not giving and therefore, you're not seeing the result of being able to receive as much. It's It's like people talk about donate to your favorite charity or what you feel you have a lack in, whether it be time, money – or what have you, donate in that area and see what happens. Because it's like it comes back to you twofold. Um, And then on the other hand, like I said, there's people out there that give so much of themselves that they drain themselves so Mm -hmm. much that they don't have anything more to give. And they fall into this constantly needing to please other people to be wanted and needed because that's the only area that they're feeling value in. So, so you look at both aspects and go, okay, there really are two different dynamics here. And how, how can you blend them together? Um, 
and and kind of clear the blocks on both sides so that you can live that abundant life. And I'm not just talking financial. I'm talking mm-hmm. abundantly in your work, in your relationships, in how you live your life on a daily basis as well. And and again, it like I said before, in doing this work, I just was so intrigued in how it bled over into one another so intensely that once you begin to start clearing those even baby steps, little things, it's amazing how things start to unfold in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you bring up a really good point about people that are... Um, I I think a lot of people that are giving of themselves so much are also often looking for some kind of approval or happiness outside of themselves. And, And to me, and perhaps somewhat it can happen through tapping, there needs to be a shift of being responsible for your own happiness too but also being willing to accept it there there it's it's like you said it's a balance it's a dance it's a very um you know it it it's not just one thing all the time you can't just be giving all the time because then you are you do end up drained yes absolutely absolutely it is it is that fine dance <laughs> yeah between the two but when you can um really give voice to that and lend a place of clarity to it that's when you can begin to uncover it and for me I find that tapping is my tool and my vessel I've been doing healing and energy work for over 10 years now and I got into tapping over three years ago and I had done a lot of work with chakras I had done a a lot of energy work on myself and on other people but I really feel that this is a tool with the tapping that kind of it's right at your fingertips. You can do it yourself at home and and you can begin to voice how you're feeling, feel it in your body. Because as I said before, there's a mind-body-money connection um, or a mind-body connection with everything that we do. And you can begin to feel that in your body see where you sense it, give it a name, give it a voice, and then work through it, and then try to draw in, because like I said, originally you voice the negative, and then you kind of take a couple deep breaths and see where you're at with it. You might need to tap a couple times through, um, and then go into the positive, and the potential, and the possibilities that are there, or just being open to the possibilities. Even if someone went through all of the tapping points and said, I am open to the possibility of healing this, there is a definite response within their body that will occur because you're working with those neural pathways, you're working with the meridian lines, you're working with your nervous system and the fight or flight system that that does flip a switch for you and things begin to shift. And I'm not saying, yes, sometimes it can happen overnight. Yes, that is absolutely true. But but in order to really get clear on things, you have to be willing to leave no stone unturned to be able to heal these things within yourself so that you can live that fulfilled life. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. One of the things I love about tapping is that it is, it's, it's a fast, relatively fast process to go through the points. And as you say, you certainly may have to do it more than once, maybe many times for deep rooted issues. 
but even after one time, you can feel a shift. So I, I'm excited to get into an example of this that our listeners can um, follow along with. And I know we're going to tap on money today, but as you said, abundance can can take all kinds of different forms, uh, work, relationships, health, you know, all, all kinds of things. Absolutely. And, yeah. And the more we talk about this, um, and as, as you were as you were just talking, I was thinking about how important it is to really take responsibility and intentionally create our lives. You know, so many people never give any of this stuff any thought. They, they just kind of think that they're given a, a lot in life and they have to suffer through or, you know, they, they don't have any options. And I, I don't share that opinion. No, I think we always have choices. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. It comes down to that choice point and being willing to, quote unquote, flip that switch. Just, you know, if someone's totally focused on the negative in their life, I hate my job. Oh, my God, I don't want to get up on Mondays, blah, blah, blah. Well, there's a switch we can flip within us that just says, well, today might be great at work. Today is a new day, you know, and just as simple as those little statements of flipping the switch of the positive and the negative can begin the whole cycle with our cellular memory. Um, I would recommend to people, because I know that it takes 21 days for our cellular memory to change within our bodies, to consistently practice something for those 21 days, even if it's the same statement over and over, and begin to see how your life begins to switch and you can use it through tapping through tapping on the points just tapping that one positive phrase every single day and if something negative comes up as you're tapping be aware of it because it's helping you to clear those things and and bring the awareness to that point that you can get to that point of clearing it yeah yeah that that absolutely makes sense and I do want to get started. Um, before we do, my last question is, um, is there any, uh, during your, your work in the past few years with tapping and um, specifically with wealth, um, is there any perhaps success story or something that you can share with us? I, I'm sure that you've seen a lot of people move past their blocks and, and have um, great things happen. But is there any um, story that stands out to you that you can give us as an example of someone who did some real work around money? I can. Um, I work a lot with um, divorced women or going through the process of divorce. That's a scary place. I lived it. I, I went through a lot as far as my own experience with divorce and not receiving child support and whatever. So I, too, have used this process and gone through these steps. And as I was training for this, we had to do that, obviously, so that we can help other people. So I um, have several women that I have helped come to a place of feeling empowered, um, that they can take care of their own checkbook, because a lot of women that I've worked with, you know, the the ex-husband has held the um, purse strings, if you will, and and done everything with the money as far as paying bills and investing and all of that. So a lot of people haven't even had that experience. I had one woman that, you know, was really afraid. She was not happy in her marriage. She was being controlled and she 
made the choice and the decision to leave that marriage. She was very scared and worried about it. How could she make it on her own? She had been an at-home mother for a very long time. So we had to work through some of those confidence things first. Um, and sometimes these things take a process, you know, of, of several weeks, several months, just to help these people reestablish who they really are, what they want in life. But with tapping, I found a much quicker turnaround because, like I said, I've been doing this work for over 10 years and I've worked with divorced women. And then with tapping, it just helps clear it. It's like something in our, the energetic system just switches and a light bulb goes off and people recognize their value people recognize the power that they hold within themselves and they begin to take those action steps required in order to make their life more purposeful more meaningful and more fulfilled by learning and going through the process of what it is that's holding them back inside, whether it's an underlying belief of I can't make it on my own, I need a man to feel um, safe, you know, because that's a lot of things for some of my clients is the safety net that that had provided for them because they didn't believe in themselves. So I had the one woman begin to really value herself. She started her own business. She's doing wonderful with it. She's, you know, making oils and soaps and, and doing a little bit of healing work on her own. And it's really been a successful, empowering thing for her. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, I, I, I think we should not wait any longer to try okay. some tapping. Um, and I know that you made a couple of videos, which I will put links to them on the, the show notes page on my website. Okay, and, great. And um, people can see what it looks like to tap. But right now, could you just talk us through the points that we're going to be tapping on and kind of explain what we're going to be doing? Okay. So when you first start to tap, there's the karate chop point on the outside of your hand, just below your um, pinky finger and on the outside of the palm right? That's the karate yep. chop point. That's called the setup point, And you do a setup statement, which I will give an example of when we start tapping. So you start there and you repeat that setup statement three times. And, and always when I do that, um, for example, even though I'm feeling stressed about money, I'm going to truly love and honor myself in this moment. So that's what I would say, right? I always say I'm going to or I truly honor and love myself at this moment. Okay. Even though you may not totally believe that at that moment, always have that in there. Something to give you that in this moment, you're going to love and honor where you're at and you're going to love and honor yourself. So then there's the eyebrow point. So on the inside of the eyebrow by the bridge of the nose. Okay. And then there's the side of the eye right at your temple, kind of at that edge of the bone there. And then there's right underneath the eye in the center and top edge of the bone that's under the eye. Okay. And then you go under the nose, between the nose and the upper lip, the chin point in the cleft of your chin, your collarbone. So there's that U shape in your collarbone kind of at the base of your neck and you go over and out just a little bit. There's a like an indentation or a depression in there and you find that point. And then there's under your arm, about four inches down from your armpit. 
And for women, it would be like right along your bra line. And then the last point that people usually finish up on or whatever is the top of the head in the center of the head. Okay. Okay. And we're just tapping with a couple of fingers. Um, yes, you can tap with both hands on both sides, like both underneath your eye. And then obviously once you get under your nose and your chin, you would use one hand, but then collarbone and under your arms, um, you can use both hands, top of your head, both hands. So it just depends. Whatever is most comfortable for you, you don't have to do both sides. You can do one side, the other. You can switch in the middle because I'll tell you, when you first start tapping, your arms get tired. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, And it's gentle taps. And, And there are times when maybe the emotion is high and you might have the tapping be a little bit more intense, you know, um, but you don't want to like beat yourself up either. <laughs> okay. That so, sounds great. So will you lead us through a, um, a money block clearing session? I will. I, I just want to state that there's five different categories of money that I deal with. I deal with income savings, debt, goals, and toxic money for day, for today's purpose. I think what we'll do is um, we'll do the uh, uh, savings, okay? okay? And and let me just preface this by saying a lot of people with their savings, you know, look at it and go, oh my God, it's not enough, okay? So if if you will, I will do just a little example with you. So what happens is um, I'll just ask you to name the feeling possibly that you have and or I'll use me as an example and if you wouldn't mind then just repeating after me because when we tap if you have someone working with you they will make the statement and you repeat after them okay so if you don't mind being the repeater that would be great I don't mind at all that sounds great okay so what I do is I would look at my savings account and I would say oh that number it's not enough. It's not enough. That's a, a mat, automatically what comes to my head when I look at my savings. Like, oh my God, what would I do if I had an emergency or something like that, right? Say, um, and this is just an example. So then I would kind of assess where I feel that, oh my God, it's not enough in my body. And I don't know if maybe some of the listeners or if yourself are feeling something like that when you think about your savings account. Feel where you feel it in your body. That's the mind-body-money connection. So then you kind of give that a a score on a scale of 1 to 10. Say my stomach, okay? I'll just use that as an example. My stomach's tight, okay? And on a scale of 1 to 10, it might be a 5 or a 7. Okay? Okay, yep. So you just notice what number it is. And the intensity of the feeling that it's not enough, again, on a scale of 1 to 10, just the intensity of that feeling. And then we'll begin tapping through. Okay? Yep. Here we go. So on the karate chop point, you would begin by saying, even though, even though, I look at this number, I look at this number, and it's not enough. And it's not enough. I'm going to love and honor this feeling. I'm going to love and honor this feeling. In this moment. In this moment. Again, even though, even though 
I'm looking at my savings account. I'm looking at my savings account. And it's just not enough. And it's just not enough. I'm going to honor myself in this moment. I'm going to honor myself in this moment. One more time. Even though. Even though. This number is not enough. This number is not enough. I am going to love and honor. I'm going to love and honor. Myself and these feelings. Myself and these feelings. In this moment. In this moment. Okay. So starting at the inner eyebrow point by the bridge of the nose. My savings. My savings. Outside corner of the eye. It's just not enough. It's just not enough. Under the eye. It fills me with a feeling of anxiety. It fills me with a feeling of anxiety. So sometimes I try not even to think about it. So sometimes I try to not even think about it. Under the chin, sorry. I dismiss it. I dismiss it. It's just not enough on the collarbone. It's just not enough. It feels like I have nothing. It feels like I have nothing. Under the arm. I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. Top of the head. What if it's not enough? What if it's not enough? What if something happens, corner of the eye? What if something happens? What if I need more money? What if I need more money? Outside corner of the eye. It's making me nervous. It's making me nervous. I can feel under the eye. I can feel all these emotions. I can feel all these emotions. Stirring up inside. Stirring up inside. Wow, it reminds me. Wow, it reminds me. Of a feeling I had long ago. Of a feeling I had long ago. Collarbone. I'm not sure what that is. I'm not sure what that is. But I know. But I know. I've had this feeling before. I've had this feeling before. Top of the head. I don't really feel safe not having enough money in my savings. I don't really feel safe not having enough money in my savings. Corner of the inside of the eye. I'm a little nervous about this. I'm a little nervous about this. I also feel a little disappointed. I also feel a little disappointed. Under the eye. A little sadness. A little sadness. Under the nose. All because of my lack of savings. All because of my lack of savings. Under the chin. I'm welling up with emotion. I'm welling up with emotion. I should be so much further ahead. I should be so much further ahead. Collarbone. Ugh, but it feels impossible. Ugh, but it feels impossible. But... Go ahead but, and say but. Yeah, but under the arm. <laughs> I honor my feelings. I honor my feelings. And I honor my desire. And I honor my desire. Top of the head. To feel safe. To feel safe. And to be supported. And to be supported. Okay, now just take a deep breath for a moment. And feel into that place. Feel into that feeling of it's not enough and kind of 
rescore that on a scale of one to 10, has it decreased? Possibly it's increased. For some people, it'll increase, and that means you need to do another round of tapping on the negative. We did about three rounds of tapping through those things. Mm-hmm. And you may need to do it again. Some people, if you're at an elevated state, may, may need to do that again. And again, I'll have you notice the um, sensation in the body and where you were feeling it, like mine was the stomach. And I'd say, I'll be really honest with everyone, mine went up just a little bit. So I know that I would need to tap through again on the negative and voice mm-hmm. that, okay? But for today's purpose, um, there is no right or wrong either. What comes up, you may be really surprised as you're tapping, what comes up through your tapping. You may um, have something that's completely unrelated to your savings account. And that memory that I quoted in the tapping that I said, oh, this this feels familiar, something Uh may feel familiar to someone and that may come in full-fledged. So tap on that. Use words that would be around that um, feeling. You know, just, oh, I remember when this happened and, oh boy, I didn't like that or, or whatever. And you can tap on that for a little while. Allow it just to happen for you. Again, there's no right or wrong. You just want to be able to bring voice to what you're feeling inside and bring it to the forefront so you can have some clarity and clear it. Okay. Perfect. So um, let's go through now and tap on um, the possibilities. Okay. Perfect. I'm excited to do that part. (laughs) Good. That's flipping the switch. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Corner of the eyebrow. So the second time around, when you do the positive, you don't necessarily have to do the outside of your hand unless there's a long period of time or a gap where you just needed to sit with it. Then you might need to remind yourself that when you look at your savings account, you're going to love and honor yourself anyway. And then you can begin tapping through the um, points. So we'll start at the inside corner of the eye. My savings. My savings. Outside corner of the eye. Although it makes me feel anxious. Although it makes me feel anxious. Under the eye. I really want to look at it. I really want to look at it. Under the nose. I want to learn and be clear. I want to learn and be clear. Under the chin. So that I can change this for myself. So that I can change this for myself collarbone. I want to be open to the possibility. I want to be open to the possibility that I can change this. That I can change this. Under the arm. You know, I really would like to be open to that thought. You know, I would really like to be open to that thought. Top of the head. It's possible. It's possible. By just recognizing. By just recognizing. What's blocking me? What's blocking me? Inside of your eye. Just by recognizing it. Just by recognizing it. Outside eye. I can change it. I can change it. Under the eye. I have that choice. I have that choice. Under the nose. It's up to me. 
It's up to me. Wow. Maybe I could look at my savings account. Wow. Maybe I could look at my savings account. Collarbone. And say, I can change this. And say, I can change this. Under the arm. I have potential here. I have potential here. Just by recognizing. Just by recognizing. What my block was in the first place. What my block was in the first place. I totally honor this. I totally honor this. I have compassion for myself. I have compassion for myself. I am open. I am open. Keep tapping through the points at whatever pace you want. I am open to the possibility. I am open to the possibility. I am open to growing. I am open to growing. I am open to building that savings account amount. I am open to building that savings account amount. And guess what? And guess what? I have that choice. I have that choice. Under the arm. I believe I can do this. I believe I can do this. I believe I can take those baby steps. I believe I can take those baby steps. And I believe that I can begin to change. And I believe that I can begin to change. How I look at my savings account. How I look at my savings account. How I build my savings account. How I build my savings account. And how I can feel by recognizing all of this. And how I can feel by recognizing all of this. I am open to miracles. I am open to miracles. I am open to myself. I am open to myself. And I am willing. And I am willing. To take these steps today. To take these steps today. So that I can move in a direction. So that I can move in the direction. Of feeling safe. Of feeling safe. And comfortable when I look at my savings account. And comfortable when I look at my savings account. Okay, now take a deep breath. And just relax. And at this time, then, I would ask everybody to kind of tap into that feeling of what you felt when you first looked at your savings account and the number that you had. And just see where that number is. on a scale of one to 10, and then tap into the sensation that you had into your body on a scale of one to 10 and see if that's decreased. And let me ask you, Ellen, did you notice any difference in the numbers or the feelings or the sensation in your body after doing the negative rounds and then going back and doing the positive rounds? Yeah, I really did. I feel a lot lighter right now. And I feel what's occurring to me is that the the shift that we've just done in the energy is going to change how I'm showing up in the world today. You know, I, fe- I do feel different. I feel lighter and happier and less oppressed, even though I wasn't actually thinking about my savings account before we started I, I, you know, it must have been there someplace because I do feel very different. 
Good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, it's amazing how, you know, not being aware that something may be underlying, and it may be a simple little block just as, you know, just the awareness of of looking at the savings account, because a lot of people don't even realize that when they look at their savings account, it could trigger a bunch of emotional responses, you know, and, and for some people it may be, yes, I've got great savings. I don't have a problem with that. But then when you ask them to set a goal towards, um, wealth or their career or just any goal for themselves, that may be where it's limited. So, so it overlaps in many different areas of our life, like I was talking before. And once you can begin to shift it in one phase or one um, category or whatever you want to call it, it begins to kind of shift and bleed into other um, places in our life. Again, relationship, money, career, all of it. So, yeah, it's fascinating. And um, unfortunately, we do have to wrap up this episode, but this was wonderful. And I just want to mention, I have a friend that does tapping and she has a powerful fear of public speaking. And so she always uses it before she has to speak. And she's a wonderful speaker. You would never know she had this fear, but she, um, you know, privately she'll acknowledge it and talk about this practice so you're right there's so many different applications I tapped before we got on this call today to be (laughs) honest with you just because you know it's nerve-wracking it's new it's different and so I used it for me just to calm my anxiety going into the call and put me in a centered place so I knew that so so you can use it in every area of your life it's really amazing yeah, and it's such a simple practice. It doesn't cost anything. It's very easy to learn, and the results are, are quite incredible. You can shift energy in a, in a short time. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Jana. It was great having you on the show. And um, I, I will post the videos and links to all of your websites and everything on my show notes page so people can check it out and um, link forward to your your social media and your website and find out how to get in touch with you. It was absolutely fabulous. So thank you. Thank you all for listening. Um, like I said, I'm going to put all of those links on our website, which is readysetgrit.com. So thanks again for joining us and please check in again next Friday when we release another episode with tips on how to turn your daydream into a phenomenal success. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Ready, Set, Grit, your life on purpose with Ellen Barton. Look us up online at readysetgrit.com where you'll find daily inspiration, links to our social media, and where you can access our eBooks and online classes. Ready, Set, Grit, inspired actions, real results.